Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. <clears throat> so last night, apparently, there was a Shabbat Berachot with an Ashkenaz Hatan. And Michael and John Jack had a little uh, thing, so let's uh, talk about this. Um, first, the Alakha for Sifaradim, and then what to do in a situation of mixed marriages. So, first... <laughs> The, uh, I'm going to quote the Alkut Yosef so we make no mistake. Uh, but it's based on Shuchan Aruch Meforash. The Shuchan Aruch is very clear, but here um, the Yalkut Yosef says the following that you have several Tnaim. So I'm just skipping to the Tnaim. He says you have three Tnaim, three conditions in order to do the whole list of Sheva Berachot. Number one. Seuda she'osim bebet ha'chatan atzmo. The seuda has to be in the house of the chatan himself. Number two, she'yusham asara anashim. You have to have ten males. Number three, she'te panim chadashot. You have to have two new people who will enhance the simcha of the chatan. That's also another mistake when they call and they call two neighbors, uh, two people that nobody knows, and say, come, come, panim chadashot. The whole concept of panim chadashot is to enhance the simcha of the chatan. He sees people that he didn't see. Let's say two friends who couldn't make it to the wedding, and now they're there, so, oh, that's going to be, you know, he's going to be happy to see them. Okay, that's panim chadashot. Just two strangers doesn't work. So you have three conditions. Of course, the Ashkenazim only keep the, the, the last two conditions, not the first one. But the Shulchan Aruch says, Bebet HaChatan. Just to be clear, what is considered Bet HaChatan? Because a lot of people considered the house where he grew up to be Bet HaChatan. So later in the same Siman, in Seif Chaf Bet, it says, Bet Hore HaChatan. The house of the parents of the Chatan. Eno Nechshav Kebet Chatanim. is not considered the house of the Chatan. Share Miyom HaChatuna. From the moment he got married, Bet Horav Ubait Arai Shelo. The house where he grew up, the house of his parents, is not his house. And therefore, really, it's very, very rare to do the Sheva Benachot according to the Sephardic custom. Now, what happens in the case that, uh, that was last night, when a Sephardic person is invited to Ashkenaz celebration, and they invite him to say one of the Shiva Berachot. So it's very interesting. Some people are under the impression that you have to do the minhag of the place. It's actually always true, except in this case. Why? The, what's Birkat Chatanim? Birkat Chatanim really is this equivalent of me coming, giving a Berachot to someone. The Chiyuv is on the guest. It's that the, the Chiyuv is on the guest to give a Berachot to the Chatan and Kala. So it goes by, by the guest minhag, not by the chatan's minhag. Normally you would say, oh, whatever the balbait does, whatever. The chatan is Ashkenaz, you got to do his berachot. But it's exactly the opposite, because it's a chiyuv on you to give him a berachot. If you don't have a chiyuv to give him a berachot, he's not going to tell you what berachot to give him. So it's the opposite. The interesting case would be actually the opposite. What happens, it's a blend of both, because Chacham uh, Ovadiah says, what happens, many times you have a Sephardic boy who invites one of his rabbis from yeshiva, let's say, in Ashkenaz yeshiva, which is very common, 
and they will come to the Shabrachot. And the rabbi uh, they're going to get into a whole argument because that's the halacha that the Ashkenazim never heard of. I, I, I've seen Ashkenazim going to a Sephardic, actually, it's a halacha that the Sephardic never heard of. So Kalvachom and Ashkenazim never heard of. And, and they come to the thing, what do you mean to go only one beracha? Are you uh, reform uh, people? Uh, one beracha. It's Sheva Berachot, right? It's called Sheva Berachot for a reason. What? We're going to get into an argument with your rabbi? He's the rabbi of the boy. Okay, fine. So Ravadia says, you try to explain the halacha, but if the rabbi, the Ashkenaz rabbi, wants to say the beracha, you know, it's okay. Why? Because it's his beracha. He wants to give the chatan beracha. Can you tell him no? He says, don't make a mess, you know. He wants to say the beracha, let him do the beracha. But the opposite is true. If the Ashkenaz chatan tells the Sephardic rabbi or the Sephardic friend, can you please say beracha for me? I don't want to give you a beracha. I mean, of course, you understand what I mean by that. It, it's on me, the Chiyot Tzayberacha. And now you get into uh, a, a, a similar halacha, for example, on days of Ta'anit. The Ashkenazim, days of Ta'anit, they read, I believe, in Mincha. Mel, you can help me with that. They, they, real, they read in Mincha uh, uh, Haftarah, right? Mincha of regular Ta'anit, they read the Haftarah. Is that right? Moroccans Ashkenaz. We, we're talking about the, the, the... So so the Ashkenazim, they read this. What happens if a Sephardic person is praying in Ashkenaz uh, place for Tanit and they invite him to do the Shlishi? Uh, he's he's going to be nice to do the, to do the, the Biracha. So Rabbi says again, you, you have to politely uh, decline the invitation. Uh, say, I, I don't say the Biracha. For me, it's not... Uh, uh, now, if there was no choice, like everybody, you know, and you have to do it, then you do it as a minagama come thing. It's definitely not lechatchia. So in this case, also it's the same thing. It would be to politely explain that we have a different minag. If uh, all eyes are on the person, it's not beracha levatalamamash because I mean, half the klal Israel or more does it, but it's definitely not uh, our custom and our halacha. <laughs>